Did you know that in addition to this audio preview that we've got a YouTube channel where we post even more preview content? We've got about 5,000 subscribers there now. So 5,000 people are seeing content that you're not seeing on the previews because we're not posting that content on audio. So you've got to go to youtube.com slash high resolution, subscribe to the channel, get all the additional preview content and watch every single episode in its entirety in video. YouTube.com slash higher resolution spelled correctly. Enjoy the preview. So many people see you as a mentor, uh, as, a, as a distant mentor. Um, how would you tell them to find, and I, we don't have to stay in technology here for a second, just as a human being, how would you tell a human being how to find the thing that they love to do? Um, and what is, what is the right time to do that? Like, what is the right way to do that? What is the right time right. to do that? Right, um, so glad you asked that. Well, first of all, I did mention that I'm relearning stuff, so Absolutely. people like, I'm, you guys are my mentors now, so I'm like, <laughs> let me take a new move from them. Um, uh, that's a quote that's gonna go on my, on yeah, my Exactly, John Leda said this. Bi-directional, <laughs> yeah. really, it's just so like, everything I thought I knew, I'm not sure about anymore. Um, the one thing that I do say to people who are asking what they should do I always tell them, be sure you can make enough to eat. Because if you're counting on starving to get that thing done because you saw a movie or you read this book about this amazing person who starved their way to success, you should rethink it because that book is not correct. They somehow had a leg up to getting there. Maybe their parents helped them or their nephews helped them, their uncles, it doesn't matter. They got, they, that helped somehow and they were able to eat. Um, because if you cannot eat, you can't do good work. And I learned this from Paul Rand, the designer. Uh, he told me that uh, you have to be able to do work that you don't like to do yeah. sometimes to pay the bills. And if you've paid the bills, you can now go doing things that you want to do. If you grew up lucky to have a trust fund, you never have to do that. It turns out that most successful artists, you'll discover that they usually came from some very good trust fund background or came into some wealth in some time. So the thing you think is starving artist doesn't really exist. It's very rare. It's like maybe two or 3% of the artists have made it from left field. I'm very curious what the second thing is. You mentioned the first one is make sure you have enough to eat, right? And I'm just thinking back, I'm half African, I'm half Nigerian. And um, culturally, for that side of my family, um, they tend to push their children towards careers like medicine, law, um, science, nursing, yeah. because the thinking was, you will have enough to eat, right? Like, it's almost a guarantee, right? Um, so I'm just thinking, like, I know I have an aunt watching this right now who's just like, that's what, I, that's what I've been telling him since he was two years old, you know? Um, but that doesn't compute out to the kind of work I do today, right? Um, so coming back to, like, that, you know, the, the example you gave with Paul Rand, where it's um, have enough to eat so that you can do the things that you love or want to do. Yeah. How can you turn the thing that you love or want to do into your full career? Um, and is it always possible? Well, the nice thing about if you've earned enough, mm -hmm. like excess capital, <laughs> you can now theoretically coast for a longer time. Um, you can buy two years instead of one, one hour. So it really is a question of if you have this freedom, now when you're in this creative space, you don't have to give in. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's say I wanted to do this so badly and... Um, but I need this and this and this, and so I'm going to have to 
you know, uh, negotiate it down to something worse than I wanted to do. Um, you don't have to do that if you have capital. If you have capital accrued, you can apply it to what you want to do. But when you try so hard to turn the thing you love into this, it's very hard. That's why I loved when Paul Rand, at the age of 82, gave me the secret. An 82-year-old, super successful man, he's all self-made. He said, this is what he realized. So I live by that. I don't look for how to turn this thing into this. If he couldn't do it, I don't think anybody can do. What was your relationship with Paul Rand? Oh, uh, I found him in a book. I was uh, a regular MIT computer science student. I found his book in the library just like a few blocks away from here. I was like, whoa, this guy's really good at design. What is this design <laughs> thing? Yeah. You know, I'm good at making icons and whatever. Like, oh, I really suck. You know, I was like, oh, this is really good. That's really bad. And I was like, oh, who is this person? And that was in the 80s. Yeah. And then years later, I was befriended by the Paul Rand of Japan, Iko Tanaka. And he introduced me to Paul Rand. And it was an amazing opportunity because I found him in this book. And suddenly I'm meeting the guy who, who made the book and pulled me into design. It was magical. Hey, if you enjoyed this preview, please leave us a rating, a review, or a recommend in your favorite podcast app. Um, by the way, if you want this episode on Fridays instead of on Monday, which is when everyone else gets it, go to highresolution.design. Just open up your phone, go to your browser on your computer, highresolution.design, and sign up for early access. It's free. You get to watch this content over the weekend. You open your week on Mondays more informed than all of your, your peers, um, and you'll have more fun over the weekend. So highresolution.design, sign up for early access. We'll send you the episodes on Friday. Everyone else is going to have to wait three days and get it on Monday. All right, thanks so much. For decades, design has impacted how we live. Now it's beginning to shape how we work. Here at IBM, design thinking has given us a new framework for teaming, for co-creating with our clients and users. It's helping us make decisions faster, and it's keeping humans at the center of everything we do. 